welcome back to my podcast. In today's episode, um, we are going to be talking about, or more so, sharing um, books that I've read, like either this month or recently. Um, but I'm thinking of doing like a monthly book review, so sharing um, books I've read during each month and um, give you guys some ideas of books that you might like too. So that's what we have going for today. But before we get started, we're gonna I'm gonna share the quote of the week. And I tried to find a quote like that was related to books and reading, but I just couldn't find one that was I don't know that really clicked with me. So I decided to just pick a motivational quote, and I found this off of Pinterest. I don't know the author, but it says, "Ask yourself if what if what you are doing today." is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. And I like this quote because it just inspires me to um, see every day as like um, a day to grow and to better myself and um, to not like stay in the same place. So I just encourage you all to find um, ways that you can grow and push yourself so that each day can be unique and and that you're not like staying the same person every day. So that's our quote of the week. Now moving on to gratitude. Um, I, so before, as you heard in the last episode, um, I was doing like highs and lows, but then I just didn't really like doing the lows because I don't know, it just kind of got me down. So I decided to just switch that to gratitude. So I'll just be sharing a few things that I've been grateful for since the last time we've talked, which has been a week, I guess. But anyways, gratitude. We had um, Father's Day on Sunday at the park and we had kind of like a Chinese theme meal. So we had bao, I think that's how you say it. Um, my sister made that and we had orange chicken. Um, we had like a mandarin salad with like mandarin, oranges, lettuce from my garden some almonds, green onions, and like a vinaigrette dressing. And then, so what else did we have? We had rice balls, and then for di- sorry, for not dinner, for dessert, we had um, ice cream cones. So it was really, really hot that day. We went to a park and after church, and yeah, it was really nice. And then Monday, so Sunday night, I stayed with my sister because she's just having a difficult time, so I helped her out with the kids. And then Monday, she made sushi bowls. So it's kind of like sushi, like a deconstructed sushi. I think they're called poke bowls. But she put like rice, um, avocado, uh, like that crab stuff, um, cucumbers, green onions, sesame seeds, and like a soy sauce. But anyways, that was fun, and we ate on the deck, and then I'm also grateful for my job, and um, just like God providing that for me, and answering prayers. Um, It is kind of like, I'm still getting used to just working, and like, uh, there's just so much to get used to, like working under um, a manager, getting along with coworkers, but so far it's pretty good, you know, there are some things that are a little bit difficult, but um yeah so far i'm enjoying my job and i'm also thankful for um the nice weather we've been having it's been in like the mid 80s and then i think this weekend is going to get up to 90 
and then Sunday's gonna be like 97, so we're, the weather's shooting up, and it's definitely feeling like summer now, but, um, yeah, I'm really thankful for that, and just a beautiful sunshine. So, I think that's it for our intro, but let's get into the book review. So, I have, let's see, I think six books I picked out, um, so some of these books I've read this month, so June, and then some of them, maybe like one of them I'm like reading throughout the whole year, and then another one I read like last year, or a couple years before. Most of these I read in June, and I wanted to share um, what I've been reading. So the first one is like a yearly book I've been reading. It's called New Morning Mercies. Um, it's a daily devotional, and it's by Paul David Tripp. Um, so, I'm going to be sharing, like, how many pages it is so that you can kind of get an idea. But, actually, this one doesn't have page numbers. So, basically, there's a date at each, at the top of the page, and then it has, like, a little quote, and then just read through the devotional. And at the very end, it will share, like, a Bible verse or passage that you can meditate on. But, um... So yeah, uh, let's see when it was published. It was published in 2014. Um, and I will just read the blurb in the front of the book. Um, it's kind of like in the inside. But anyways, it's like a yearly devotional, so you read one um, like page per day. So this is what the blurb says. Mornings can be tough. Sometimes a hearty breakfast and a strong cup of coffee just aren't enough. Offering more than a rush of caffeine, best-selling author Paul David Tripp wants to energize you with the most potent encouragement imaginable, the gospel. Forget behavior modification or feel-good aphorisms. Um, Tripp knows that what we really need is an encounter with the living God. Then we'll be prepared to trust in God's goodness, rely on his grace, and live for his glory each and every day. So one thing I really like about this book is that it always, like, has, it's centered around the gospel, so I get, like, some days, I don't really have time to, you know, like, have a Bible study and, like, I don't know, have a deep Bible study, but so I usually just read this devotional, it's nice because it has, like, um, it's focused on, like, the gospel, so I get part of, like, the Bible and a devotional, so, yeah, it's really nice, and I read, try to read one every day. It's just really encouraging and gets my mind um, in the right perspective. And yeah, just a good way to start my day. So if you are interested, I'll be posting hopefully all the links of these books down in the show notes. So you can just check that out. And probably most of them will be on Amazon. So if you're interested, I'd highly recommend this devotional. It's one of my favorites. And let me just get a quick drink water. Okay, so the next book is by John Mark Comer, or Comer? I think it's Comer. Anyways, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and I basically just finished this book. Um, I've heard, I heard um, about it from another, another, sorry, I can't talk, another podcast um, by Michelle Reed. Um, Her, I think her podcast is called, but what's next? Um, but anyway, she recommended this book, and, um, 
it is like a Christian book, so um, yeah, just if you're wondering. But it's not like it doesn't, you know, it can apply to anyone, whether or not you're Christian. But let's see, let's see if this one has page numbers. So it does. It's approximately like 260 pages. And it was published in 2019, so fairly new. Um, so yeah, let me see if there's like a blurb or anything I can read so you guys can get like a... know what it's about. Well, it has a very short like sentence on the back, but it says how to stay emotionally healthy and spiritually alive in the chaos of the modern world. But, yeah, besides that, it doesn't really have any... Oh, so it does have a board. Yeah, so basically... Yeah, it doesn't have a board, but basically it just talks about how to, like, slow down. Like, it kind of talks about the concept of slow living and how you, like, keep your priorities straight while life is busy and... Yeah, so I really like how he shares real life examples and um, it's just very real in this book. Um, maybe I will read like a review so you guys can provide you, I'll provide you something. Um, let's see. I'll read one by... John Tyson and he said John Mark Comer has given a gift to the church this book is prophetic practical and profoundly life-giving he confronts the idolatry of speed that is causing so much emotional and relational trauma and he provides a way forward that creates hope hunger and vision for a beautiful life or vision of a beautiful life so yeah I'd highly recommend this book I really wanted to read it because Especially with like having this job too, it's an extra thing I need to add into my life. So making sure I spend enough time with family and friends and, you know, stay on top of my school and work and fitness and health and other things. But um, yeah, I thought he gave a very balanced perspective and kind of showed us how, you know, showed us how our life is now and then showed us how we could live differently. And it kind of makes, you know, me want to live differently and not you know rush around in life um so yeah i will post that one down below um in the show notes too so the next one is called the more or less definitive guide to self-care by ann borges i think i'm not sure if i'm spelling her name correctly or saying it but um see this one is published so fairly new and it has around I'd say like 218 pages so it's a pretty easy read and has a lot of like illustrations and I mean I read it in like two nights so but um, it kind of goes through like the it's in alphabetical order so it goes through like A, B, C, D, etc. And it'll just have like different things that you can do that will um, help you practice more self-care. So, 
I will read the blurb on the back for you. Um, so it says, some days you need a pick-me-up. Some days you need a life preserver. For most of us, writes Anne Borges, self-care is a wide spectrum of decisions and actions that soothe and fortify us against all the shit we get into, shit we deal with. You may already practice some form of self-care, whether it's taking an extra long shower after a stressful day, splurging on a fancy dinner, or choosing Netflix over that friend of a friend's birthday party. When life gets so overwhelming that you want to stay in bed, some more radical self some more radical care is crucial to maintain your sanity. The more or less definitive guide to self-care is here to help you exist in the world. Borgers gathers over 200 tips, activities, and stories from experts and everyday people alike into an A to Z list. From asking for help and burning negative thoughts to the importance of touch and catching some Z's. Make any day a little more okay with new skills in your self-care toolkit and energy to show up for yourself. So, um, yeah, so that was the blurb, and, um, I really like this book because I just like the way how it looks. It has all these cute pictures and colors. It's just a really enjoyable read. Um, I don't think this has, like, reviews necessarily. But yeah, if you're looking for, like, any, um, like, ideas to practice more self-care, and if you feel like you want to grow the area in your life, then I highly recommend this book, and I really enjoyed reading it. Also, I got a lot of these books at the library, so they're not actually, like, mine, but I would recommend getting them at the library if, unless you, like, absolutely want to buy the book, but if you want to, like, get it at the library, then try it out and see if you like it, and then, um, and then buy the book if you actually like it. But yeah, so that's that. Um, the next book is called um, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard about this book. I read it last year in my economics class. This was published around 2013 like he had a couple editions and it's around let's see it's around 200 pages but I will read the blurb for you all build up your money muscles with America's favorite finance coach okay folks do you want to turn those fat and flabby expenses into a well-toned budget do you want to transform your sad and skinny little bank account into a bulked up cash machine? Then get with the program, people. There's one sure way to whip your finances into shape, and that's with Total Money Maker, classic edition. By now, you've heard all the nutty get-rich-quick schemes, the fiscal, I think that's what you say, fiscal diet fads that leave you with a lot of kooky ideas but not a penny in your pocket. Hey, if you're tired of that of the lies and sick of the false promises, then take a look at this. It's the simplest, most straightforward game plan for completely making over your money habits. And it's based on results, not pie-in-the-sky fantasies. With the total money maker makeover, you'll be able to design a surface fire plan for paying off all debts, cars, houses, everything. 
Recognize the 10 most dangerous money myths. These will kill you. Secure a big, fat nest egg for emergencies and retirement. Where financial peace gave you the solid savings and investing principles, this book puts these puts those principles into practice. You'll be exercising your financial strength every day and quickly freeing yourself of worry, stress, and debt. And that's a beautiful feeling. In the 10 years since it first released, millions of ordinary people have experienced their own total money makeover. What are you waiting for? And then he, at the top of the book, in the back, it says, he has like his little mantra, I guess. It says, if you will live like no one else, later you can live like no one else. So, there's a lot of highlighted areas in this book, but I really enjoyed it, and I, like, since I don't have my own car or house, it, you know, it still really interested me, and, you know, obviously I will need to put all this, um, wisdom into practice soon, so I would highly recommend this, um, even if you're young or and you don't like have you know car house it still applies and you can make if you start young and you use your money well um, most likely when you're older you'll be more financially um, stable so yeah this is total money makeover um it's a new york times best-selling author more than five million copies sold and i think dave ramsey has a podcast um, he has his Dave Ramsey show. So yeah, check out his stuff. And um, yeah, I just really like this book. And that was really helpful. So we're coming down to our last two books. Um, let's see. I will start with this one. So these books are more like stories, I guess. Fiction. So this book is like a mystery book, sort of. But it's called The Daughter of Sherlock Holmes by Leonard Goldberg. Um, he's an internationally best-selling author. It's kind of like a mystery. Um, let's see, pages. Around 300 pages. And it was published around 2017. So, I will read the blurb. And then I'll probably read like one review. The year is 1914. Joanna Black Blalock's, I don't really know how to say, it. I'll just say Blalock's, keen mind and incredible insight lead her to become a highly skilled nurse, one of the few professions that allow her to use her finely tuned brain. But when she and her 10 year old son witness a, a man fall to his death, apparently by suicide, they are visited by the elderly John, Dr. John Watson and his charming, handsome son, Dr. John Watson Jr. Impressed by her forensic skills, they invite her to become the third member of their investigative team. Caught up in a Holmesian mystery that spans some hidden treasure to the second Af- Afghan War, I think that's how you say it, of 1878 through 1880, Joanna and her companions must devise an ingenious plan to catch a murderer in the act while dodging familiar culprits Scotland Yard and the members of the British aristocracy. Unbeknownst to her, Joanna harbors a mystery of her own, the product of a one-time... Wait, one-time... Oh, sorry. 
the product of a one-time assassination between the now-dead Sherlock Holmes and Irene Adler, the only woman to ever outwit the famous detective, Joanna has unknowingly inherited her parents' deductive genius. The daughter of Sherlock Holmes is full of excitement and intrigue, and sure, sure to be enjoyed by the fans of Sherlock Holmes, as well as the works of Laurie R. King and Charles Finch. Anyways, sorry for the mess up, sir. But, um, yeah, I just finished this book two nights ago, and it was a really enjoyable read. The sh- chapters are fairly short, um, like 23 short chapters, but, yeah, I really like this book, and I will read one review, um, let's see. by Tess Jarrettson. Um, they said, fans of Sherlock Holmes will be thrilled to meet his fearless and brilliant daughter Joanna. Once again, the game's afoot and a new Holmes and Watson unite to solve the unsolvable in this delightful adventure by Leonard Goldberg. So, yeah, I really like this book. I love mysteries and um, I guess it's kind of more like a junior read or whatever young adult but i'm sure if you're older you'll like it too it's it's not like a children's book at all so and then the last book is called salt to the sea by ruda sepetis and this is um number one new york times bestseller winner winner of their carnegie medal not sure what type of medal that is but um, this is my favorite book, I think. I have a lot of favorites, but I think this is my favorite book. Um, and uh, this book has very short chapters. So I, I love short chapters, but they're also kind of like <laughs> addicting because you can read it so much in one night. So it's around 400 pages, I'd say. And it's published. 2016. Um, so this is historical fiction, and yeah, it was based around a true event. So I will read the blurb in the back. Winter 1945. Four refugees, four secrets. Each one born of a different homeland. Each one haunt. Sorry. Each one hunted, and haunted by tragedy, lies, war. As thousands desperately flock to the coast in the midst of a Soviet advance, four paths converge, vying for passage aboard the Wilhelm Gustav, a ship that promises safety and freedom. But not all promises can be kept. So, like, after reading that blurb, it's like immediately draws you and you want to read it. So, basically, the format I'm not going to give too much away. The format is there's four characters in each chapter like there's one chapter for each of the characters so there's four and then it'll just like rotate between the characters so you kind of hear four stories and then they eventually meet up together so it's kind of like a historical fiction and then it kind of has a mystery aspect into it and um yeah so it's a little confusing at the start because they're just four characters and you're trying to follow all of them, but I would say just keep reading and it'll definitely like 
will probably finish it in a night or two if you're like me so um yeah that was salt to the sea and i highly recommend this book um i got this at the library actually for reading i think 100 hours and you get to pick a free book or something like that so or maybe i read 10 hours but yeah i got that for free and uh, again i'll post all these books down in the show notes they'll probably they'll probably be amazon links um but if you're interested and like i said before try to like check them out at your library and then if you like it then buy the book because that way you save money and take advantage of the library around you so i think that's all for today hope you all enjoyed the book review and like i said before i'm hoping to do one every month so hopefully in july as long as i keep my reading up i will post some more books do another episode um as for the next podcast episode for next wednesday i guess i'm thinking of doing like a favorites episodes sharing like favorite book not books i needed books favorite like on and out clothes um beauty products food any random thing that i bought um i got some stuff on amazon prime day so anyways that's all for today and i hope you all have a great and productive day um just remember like the quote said i'll read it one more time ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow so just challenge yourself to um push yourself into um just move closer and um faster to achieve your goals so hope you'll have a great day and i will talk to you another time